This is the Bible teaching from the Apostolic Church, All Nations Centre in Kennington, London. Reaching the community in practical and caring ways. Here now is a timeless Word of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. For the benefits of our visitors and for those who have not been around, either due to work and other reasons, as a fellowship, our overarching team for the month of August is the Disciplines of Prayer. Pastor Saki, our senior pastor, set the scene by giving us an overview of the entire subject, the disciplines, the dimensions, and the dynamics of prayer. Pastor Lokode continued on the same theme, Discipline of Prayer, with the subtitle, Prayer is Powerful. This morning, I will continue with the same theme, Discipline of Prayer, with the sub-theme, Learn from the Master. And who is the Master? Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Ian Bowen have this to say, that God shapes the world by prayer. The more praying there is in the world, the better the world will be. Wow! The mightier the forces against evil. Prayer is a spiritual discipline, divine, uniquely powerful weapon, and indisputably the most powerful force in the world. It is literally a life-transforming force. Prayer is required, requires time, discipline, requires effort, focus, energy, constant fine-tuning and cultivation of godly attitude and the help of the Holy Spirit. It is exciting to know that prayer can break long-standing yokes, break bondages, release people from curses, release blessings and favor over humanity. Prayer can change our false reality, heal the sick, control the forces of darkness, and neutralize the power of darkness. Prayer has brought back the dead. It keeps us alert, keeps us sober-minded, guards us against temptation, and releases our fears and frustration. Prayer can incapacitate the enemy, restricting its activity and reclaiming captives from his camp. Most significantly of all, through prayer, we can experience the anointing and the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Brethren, prayer is not easy. So it's hard work. It's one of the most difficult things in the world. It's quite a struggle for so many people. But the satisfaction of having a close communion with God through prayer is extraordinary. To be able to talk and walk with the Creator of the heavens and the earth, knowing that He cares, He listens, He responds, should create an inner desire and discipline for us to pray. Billy Graham this, have this to say, true prayer is a way of life, not just for use in case of emergency. Make it a habit, and when the need arises, it would be in practice. Before I delve into the body of my message, let me add this caveat. Prayer is not a shopping list. We present before God, and ask God to approve the shopping list. No, 
The prerogative of answering to our prayers lies with God. Our prayers not being answered according to our request does not mean that God has not answered our prayers. No. For instance, Paul prayed three times. He said, but he said to me, Paul prayed three times. He prayed with the Lord to take away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast at all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. So, for, so in this instance, when Paul prayed, God attended to his prayer differently. My objective this morning, the need for us to be disciplined in prayer. And the next the second objective is to call our attention to be disciplined. Could call attention to the disciplines of prayers. The first objective, the need to be disciplined in prayer. And the second objective is to call attention to the disciplines of prayers. Who then is this message for? This message is for every Christian who wants to go on an adventure in prayer with God. Two, who wants to go deeper in prayer with God. Those who want a paradigm shift in their prayer lives. Those who want to, to encounter and have a new experience with God in prayer. Those who desire to go where they have never been in God in prayer. Those who want to raise a bar in their prayer life. And so you ask the question this morning, why is this message necessary? This message is necessary because prayer is our lifeline, a communication link between us and God. If we say we love him, it's imperative that we need to be in constant, consistent, and continuous conversation with our Father. If you love somebody, you want to be talking to that person all the time. Number two, why is this necessary? Prayer is an appointed way of obtaining or receiving all, receiving all our need for spiritual, physical, emotional, and psychological survival. We receive gifts, goodness, mercy, grace, fullness of joy, the gift of the Holy Spirit through prayer. Why is this message necessary? We have a common enemy. Satan the devil is very cunning, ever plotting the downfall of believers, going about like a roaring lion, seeking who to devour. So on that basis, we need it. The Bible says so we need to put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in the high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. This is a clincher. Praying with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for the saints. That is why we need to pray. Why, do we, why is this message necessary? It is necessary because Prayer played an a prominent role in the earthly life of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. As part of his present ministry 
of our risen Lord is at the right hand of God interceding for you and I. Why is prayer important? Prayer is important. Why is this message necessary? It's necessary because of the fact that prayer is a very powerful tool that strengthens the bond of our relationship with our Maker, our Father and our God. Why is this message necessary? It is necessary because prayer avails where everything fails. The woman with the issue of the blood in the Bible spent all her money with the physicians, but when she encountered Jesus, her life changed. Prayer changes every situation. According to Watchman Nee, what then is prayer? He says, he defines prayer as a union of the believer's thought with the will of God. That is prayer which a believer utters on earth is but the voicing of the Lord's will in heaven. Prayer is simply speaking out the will of God through the mouth of the believer. So prayer is us speaking the will of God back to God. R.A. Torrey have this to say about prayer. And true by enormity of his power states in the power of prayer that prayer is the key that unlocks all the storehouses of God's infinite grace and power. I love that word. Love the word. It's a key that unlocks. We need key for all the things that we do. You need key for your car. You need a key for your home. He's telling us here in, in this is uh, what prayer means, that prayer is the key that unlocks all the storehouses of God's infinite grace and power. All that God is and all that God has is at the disposal of prayer. Prayer can do anything that God can do. And as God can do anything, prayer is omnipotent. And so my question is, why don't we pray? If prayer unlocks, if prayer can heal, if prayer can deliver, brethren, as we carry on, I will tell you what we are expected to do. And so what is the, what's, what's the, the disciplines of prayer? What does it mean to be, what does, this, what does this word mean? The discipline of prayer is the intimate pursuit and practice, not the word, of a personal communication we all have between God and us. It's an unspoken, it's, it's a spoken and unspoken confession of the Christian faith by engaging in proclaiming our complete dependency upon Christ our Lord, our Savior. This is from Dr. Richard Bridget. Now I approach this morning, how do I want to approach this? Well, there's a wise saying that if you want to be the best at something, walk and learn from the best. And who best can we learn the discipline of prayer from other than the master himself, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? So the discipline of prayers we can learn from our master this morning. So there are so many ingredients of the discipline of prayer that we can derive and learn from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ through his practice, his teaching, and through the prism of the word of God. They are inexhaustible. So for those, 
for the purpose of this message, I will just highlight some of these pointers for the next 10 to 15 minutes. Matthew, 5, Matthew 6, verses 5 to 6 says, And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. Truly, I tell you, they, they, have already, they have already have their full reward. But when you pray, look at the word. It says, it didn't say if you pray, say, but when you pray, go into the inner room, shut the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. And your father who sees what is done in the secrets will reward you. The first discipline of prayer is that we need to be intentional. We need to be deliberate. We need to make a choice. We need to make up our mind that we want to pray. We need to be resolute. So he says, when you pray, so it's an intention that you want to pray. So you, you, the first discipline is that intention to pray. So there needs to be an intentionality, an intentionality that I want to pray. I want to pray. That's the first discipline. The second discipline we see in the book of Mark, chapter 1, Mark chapter 1, 35 to 37, we're learning from Jesus Christ. He says, when you pray, the second difference is this. Very early in the morning, while it was so dark, Jesus got up, left his house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. He left his comfort zone. We see intentionality again here. He made a choice. You want to be a champion in prayer? You need to get up from your bed. The Bible tells us here that while it was so dark, Jesus left, got up. He left his comfort zone. You cannot be a champion in prayer on your bed. The second, the next discipline I've said, one, you need to be intentional. Two, you need to have you need to have a location. You need to get up from your bed early in the morning. Number three, you have to be disciplined with time. You want to climb a new ladder in your prayer life? You need to adopt this process early in the morning. While it was still dark, he got up. He left his house, went to his solitary place, and prayed. This process requires a lot of sacrifice. One, you have to be intentional. Number two, a time to pray. Number three, he said very early in the morning when it was so that Jesus got up and left his house and went up to his solitary place where he prayed. Another important discipline of which I don't want to make it, I don't want to make it legalistic, you need a quiet place, a location where you want to speak to God on one-on-one. -on -one. You, you don't want anything to hinder your communication with God. You don't want anything of such. If you want to have a private conversation, you don't go to the marketplace. You have a conversation in a quiet, you have a, a private conversation in a quiet place. A place where nothing would hinder your communication, nothing would hinder your focus, nothing would hinder your concentration. So Jesus got up early to go and pray in order to have 
a one-on-one -on -one conversation with the Father. Another discipline is this acronym, the ACTS. Acronym derived from the Our Lord's Prayer. The A, the C, the T, the S. A stands for adoration. We begin to adore God. That you are the most high God. You are the glorious God. You are the ancient of days. You are the Lord of glory. The C stands for confession. Here we plead the blood of Jesus Christ over our lives. That the Lord will forgive us of sins committed against other people, sins that we have committed against God. And after that, we begin to thank God and we begin to appreciate Him for who He is. And finally, we come to a time of supplication. We bring our request, the ACTS acronym, A-C-T-S. Another discipline of prayer is for us to have a regular time of prayer with our Father. Yet the news about him, like in the book of Luke chapter 5, verses 1, verses 15 to 16 says this. Yet the news about him spread all the more. So the crowds of the people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. He often does that. He will withdraw into lonely places to pray. So we should have a regular conversation a regular communion with our Father. It's another discipline of another disciplines of prayer, regular communion with the Father. Another discipline is for us to take time out to be still before the Lord. He says, Be still and know that I am the Lord. I'll be exalted among the hidden. I'll be exalted in the earth. It's a very powerful principle for us to be still before the Lord. We need to develop and cultivate this habit. We just sit down. Rather than just going to prayers, no, sit down and just listen to God speak to you. Rather than you just speaking to God. So we need that time of being still in his presence. We want to hear from him. We want to hear from another discipline of prayer that we can see that Jesus adopted. He prayed forward-thinking prayer. He was strategic in his prayer. The Bible tells us that in the book of Luke chapter 6, 12 to 15, I will, not, I will not read that, but because before Jesus picked his disciples, the night before, he took time out to pray. Brethren, we need to take time out to be strategic in prayers. We pray, we pray concerning the future, the future of our children. We pray concerning the future of our lives. We pray concerning decisions that are going to affect our destiny. Jesus adopted this principle, forward thinking, being strategic in our prayer. It's another discipline. Another discipline is that the Bible says, he that cometh unto him must believe that he is the rewarder of those that diligently seeking, we must believe God. We must believe God for the prayers that we offer and the prayers that we pray. We need to believe that. Another important discipline is the discipline of obedience. The mother of Jesus said unto the servant, whatever he says to you, do it. 
we demonstrate our love to him by obeying him. So one of the important disciplines is for us to obey him. We cannot go to the Father with a heart of disobedience. Another discipline is the discipline of waiting upon the Lord. The Bible says, those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wind like eagle. They shall walk and not faint. They, they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So we need to learn how to wait. It's another discipline. Discipline of waiting before the Lord. Another discipline is the discipline of humility. The books of the, the Bible says in the book of James, chapter six, sorry, chapter four, verse verses six to seven. But it gives grace more. But it gives us more grace. That is why Bible says God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. It says, submit yourself then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. You cannot come to God with a haughty heart and expect to receive anything from him. We have to be humble. When we humble ourselves before him, the Bible talks about the fact that we can be able to tell the devil and we'll resist the devil because of humility. Christ humbled himself even unto death, and God exalted him and gave him that name that's above every other name. That the mention of the name of Jesus Christ, every knee is bowed, and every, every tongue is confessed that Jesus Christ is Lord. All because we, Christ adopted the discipline of humility. We need to be humble. Another powerful discipline that we need is for us to rely on the Holy Spirit. John 14, 26 says this, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, and one of those things is prayer. And bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Brethren, we should not be struggling in our prayer lives. Why? Because we have the Holy Spirit at our disposal. We should ask the Holy Spirit to help us. It's a discipline to help us in our prayers. Finally, another important discipline is for us to approach God by faith. The audacious faith of Queen Esther. He said, go and gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan and fast for me, and neither eat nor drink three days, night or day, I also and my millions will fast likewise, and will go unto the king, which is not, which is not according to the law. If I perish, I perish. What a powerful faith. We need faith as another discipline. Finally, I said finally, and let me come back to say finally earlier on, but this is very important. We need to mix prayer with faith, uh, with prayer with fasting. That's another discipline. There are some stubborn issues, circumstances that will refuse to shift. But when we pray and when we fast, those problems will shift. We remember very well 
that young man that was brought to Jesus' disciples, they were unable to, 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 to heal the young man. Jesus said to them, but this type cannot go away except by prayer and by fasting. Brethren, as I bring this message to a close, let me challenge you. If you want to go on an adventure in prayer with God, if you decide to go deeper in prayer with God, if you need a paradigm shift in your prayer life, if you long to encounter and have a new experience of God in prayer, if you yearn to go where you have never been in God in prayer, then you must embrace and imbibe a culture of discipline. In James Collins' book, From Good to Great, he teaches that disciplined people who engage in disciplined thoughts take disciplined actions. One of these actions is the discipline of prayer. God bless you as we journey together in this matter of the disciplines of prayer. Let us pray. Father, we thank you and we bless your precious and your holy name. We thank you that the Son of God that says prayer is a key. Prayer is a master's key. Jesus started with prayer and ended with prayer. Prayer is a master's key. Lord, help us, O oh God, to, to be a, a, a people who desire, a people who long, and a people who yearn to pray and to have constant communion with you as our Father. Be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to God's Word. We are the Apostolic Church All Nation Center in Kennington, London. Find us at Tyus Terrace, Kennington, London, SE11 5LY. Our telephone number is 0207 820 On the web, we are at www.apostolic-anc.org. All Nation Center, reaching out to you in practical and caring ways.